It's Dr. Ruben West. We're here on Voices of Change. And today I have an amazing gentleman that I'm going to bring onto this screen and share some information with you. I'm going to give you time right now just to share this video. I say this all the time. And when you share this video, you're not you're not sharing it for me and you're not even sharing it for him. You're sharing it for those individuals that can glean knowledge from these amazing interviews. This gentleman I'm about to bring to you is none other than Dr. Albert Necessigary. He's from the Republic of Burundi. There's so many things that I can say about Dr. Albert, but most of the time when people are interviewing people, they're interviewing them as an idea, as a concept. That's not what this interview is. I literally went to the country of Burundi. I got a chance to spend some time with Dr. Albert. I got a chance to travel through the country with Dr. Albert. He took me on a, a mission. We got a chance to meet the president. He served as the right-hand man to the president. I mean, there's so many things about this interview. And so a lot of times we don't get to interview or connect with people that serve at this level. And so I promise you, this is going to be an amazing interview. So get your paper out, get your pencil out, your iPad, your notepad, whatever you have. And I'm going to bring him right into the feed. Welcome to the program, Dr. Albert Necessigary. Dr. Albert, how's it going today? Everything going well. Thank you, Dr. Ribbon, for your invitation. Perfect. Well, let me just say this. Um, we were, we're going to get started. Hey, Dr. Albert is live from Burundi, Africa. And so that just shows you the power of technology that I can talk to him in Burundi, Africa, and he can talk to me here in the United States. Dr. Albert, um, we're gonna jump right in uh, to your interview because there's a lot of people on here that have been waiting to hear from you. But one of the things I want to ask you right off the bat is, um, tell us what, do you, what is it that you do right now? What, what do you do? Um, now I'm sitting in my office. So we normally we just arrive in our office at 6.30 a.m. Uh, a.m. every day. So I'm still in my office. This is, um, this is almost uh, 5.30 in our, in our country. Mm -hmm. So I'm in my office. So what I'm doing every day, I'm deputy chief of state protocol. I am senior advisor to the president. But I also um, chair an organization called Youth Coalition Action. Youth Coalition Action is an organization I started um, when I was high school. That organization to mantle, to mantle young people in about leadership and leadership and business mindset, prepare themselves to face the life and to know how they take care of themselves when they reach a position or when they do their own business. I love it, Dr. Albert. Now, you, you said that you yes. started this organization quite some time ago. And, and one of the things that I want people to know about you, because we're talking about personal leadership. So you went to school, you went to college, you got your training. But what was your first job after your education? What was your very first job? Oh, people can believe. Um, my first job was uh, in the president's office, was to be uh, advisor to the president. That was my wait, first, wait, wait, first job. Your, your very first job after you graduated was in the president's office to be the advisor to the president. Sure. We got to know how you did that. Like, how is that possible? Myself, I don't know. Um, so I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book called "From School to State House," and in you know, I get in the president's office is not something I prepare myself for. But one morning, one day, I found myself in the president's office, 
Um, but when President came from Bush, he saw me on TV. Um, Manfreding young people, do workshops, uh, training young people. Yes. And uh, that's how I come to get in touch with the president. And I used to tell young people, because people struggling found someone who can help them to get some place to talk for them, to get a position. I tell them, look, stay where you are, be faithful, do what you're supposed to do, be yourself. Uh, when people come to my office, this is 15 years, 15 years I am with the president. When some colleagues and other friends come to ask me how I, am, I was able to stay a long time with the president, I tell them, this is my two secrets. First, I believe in God. Second, I am Albert. I am me. Mm. Many mistakes people do, they need to imitate others' people. But there is no other Ruben West. Come you on, are Robert. alone. You are original. I am original Albert. The original Albert have strength, have weaknesses, yes. have gifted. So you have to know who you are and stay yourself simply. And if you stay who you are, there is no other you. So I realized that I didn't seek this job. I found one day in president's office, there is something the president saw in me. I have to stay me. So oh, good point. if you still need, yes, people, they have to know that thing. If he still need me, he still need what he saw in me, he will keep me. If it is time for me to leave, he will take another one. But, and I relax. I have confidence. Many people lose confidence. That's why they lose position, they lose business, they lose their ministry because they don't have self they don't have self confidence. They don't believe, they don't trust in themselves. They need to copy someone else, how mm. someone else do his ministry, mm. how someone else walk, how someone else do this uh, uh, work. But if you stay yourself People, when someone like you because there is something he saw in you, he will keep that. How that's my secret to stay long longer with the president. I am I am Albert. Full stop. Full stop. Uh, Doctor Albert, you said that you, this was your first job out of high school, and you've been with yes. the for fifteen uh, after university, not high school, university. I mean after university, and you've been in the president's yes, yes. office for fifteen years. Yes, true. And and you you've maintained because you've always maintained who you were. Yes. Yeah. So so let me ask you this, Doctor Albert, and and I think everybody would, would want to know this. Um, what role did discipline play, play in that? Because you're talking about being yourself, you're talking about staying focused, stay where you're at. But what role does discipline play in that? Sorry. What role does discipline play? In, in being yourself and, and lasting a long time at a, at a very quality position? Yeah, sure. First of all, I was very young without experience when I came to President's office and I was with people, the background was different with mine. Mm. So I saw if I'm not careful, I can stay longer in this position, you know, and I will tell people who are following me, God can put you somewhere, but to maintain you, it's you have a key role to play and you have to know that wisdom and discipline work. And I start to learn each one around me, their behavior, why they act like this one, and I realized, and how that's how I was able to be uh, to be able to stay with uh, many people. And I give some principles. The first principles I give to myself that is my vocabulary. In my vocabulary, there was no enemy. Everybody is my friend. Everyone is my friend. And I learn why this one act like this one. And I have friendship with everybody, but different level. 
different degree. Mm. And second, you know, a position like this one I have, you know, like there are some people, it's very hard for them to, dis to discipline themselves about drinks, about food, when, especially when you have access to food. When you are not able to discipline yourself to food or drinks, you will be not even able to discipline yourself about wealth. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, Dr. Mm -hmm. Albert. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got to back that up because yeah. you said something very, very key right there. Number one, you said that everybody's your friend. You're just friends at different levels, right? Sure. And your job is to figure out why they act a certain way. But everybody's your friend, sure. just friends at different levels. Then the other thing you said was that it takes discipline and that if you're not able to discipline yourself with food and drink, then you won't be able to dis discipline yourself in other areas. Explain that. Yes. For example, um, when I mentor young people, when some young people attend some position for to be the head of the company or to have a position in administration, I ask them their vision. What's your plan in one year, two years, five years? And I was surprised that many of them, they plan to, in five years, I will have my own house. Mm. I will have my own welcome. I'll have this and this and this. And in that list of things you need to achieve, there is no one point to, uh, to make an improvement for his knowledge or to, uh, to bring advice in the company. So he thinks to be rich quick. And that's why people lose position quickly. And that's also one of my secrets, to be disciplined and not be rushing in a hurry with time. You know, we have our time before us. And when you discipline yourself, mm -hmm. when you stay yourself, right. when you keep what you have, when you are faithful, faithful in your the assignment, you will achieve your goal and what you want, you will get it. Mm, I love it. I love it, man. This, this is with you guys. Make sure you're putting this down. Make sure you're posting your takeaways because your big takeaway can be somebody else's big breakthrough. So make sure you put that down. Now, let me let me go back and ask you something, Dr. Albert. Uh, mm -hmm. You went from college to the president's office. What role sure. did integrity and character play in that? Uh, you say prayer and integrity? Integrity and character. Yes, yeah, sure. Integrity and character is, is prayer key role in our position. Uh, as I mentioned before, this position, there is a lot of temptation. Mm. You know, president is the number one in the country. When someone needs our law, is to set up the schedule for the president to determine who will receive, who he will receive, who will see him, who will not see him. So it's mean everybody passed through. You can't see president if you not pass to ourselves in the state protocol. Yes. So many people come, it's look like he's your best friend. Yeah. And often some gift with so in our position uh, you have to have discipline character and uh, if you don't have that one you have to be able to to read between the line when someone come with good words with a with a gift you have to know what is behind the gift sometimes there is some gift you can say no. Many people, there's some gift you can say no, or you'll be clear with what is, what is behind this one. So that one requests discipline and character and to be someone with values and ethics. 
Yes. Yes. I love yeah. it. Hey, I, I don't know if I make it. No, I, I, you made it perfectly clear to me. Let me just sum it up for my audience. He said that when you're in his position and, and his office, everyone that wants to meet with the president has to come through that office, no matter what. They got to come through that office. And he said something mm -hmm. like they come to him like they're his best friend. And they come bearing gifts, but you have to have the discernment to understand why they're bringing gifts and what those gifts actually mean. And you have to sometimes you just have to say no because it's coming with the wrong intention. So character is very important to that type of position. Dr. Albert, that's yes. brilliant. Let me ask you, though, because you've seen a lot of things in your position working at that level in government. Are there ever people who maybe offer gifts not only to you, but maybe to the country? Hey, we, we have this gift for the country uh, and we'll give it to the country or we have this for the country as long as you do what we say. Does anybody ever come with that mindset? Yeah, yes, sure. many people come. For example, when people need to start businesses, whatever. So they come with that mindset. But us, we are like uh, the door or like window for the country. And you have to be careful what you are allowed in or not. Mm, mm. That, that's wonderful. Yeah. Now, now um, you know, we, we know that God can open many doors for you and he can give many opportunities yeah, sure. for you. But but why is it that God opened doors for some people, but they're still not successful? Why is that? Why do you think? Sorry? I said, why is it that even when God opens doors for some people, they're still not successful? Mm -hmm. Yes, is what you say about, is what you talked before, what the question you asked before about integrity and the discipline. You know, as Bible say, God has a good plan for each of us. Yes. But access for the plan of God, it requires something. The requirement is discipline and integrity. Mm -hmm. You can delay to, be, to have access to your blessing because of lack of discipline, integrity, and character. You know, character is something can delay us to, to be on top where God needs need us to be. Mm. I love it. Yes. So when, when you think of a, a good leader, right, if you, if you had to give us three characteristics of a good leader, what would those three characteristics be? A good leader, first of all, have to be someone has a vision. You know, leadership is come from to lead. You lead people. And you have to have a vision where you need to take them. And a leader, uh, after have a vision, you have to be a person of character. Mm. Character and a person with integrity. Mm. That three things can help you to be a good leader because you will, you will know what to do and what you don't supposed to do and where and how to do things. And you know that you are not leading um, things, you are leading human beings with needs, with some problems, and you have to understand there is three things help me to identify the great leader. First of all, a great leader is someone with a vision. He knows who is going where he come from and where he's going, where he's taking his people and where he's heading himself. Mm -hmm. Second, he has to be a person, human, human, yeah. who know the need for his followers, know the needs for his people. You know, there are some leaders when they pass through circumstances, he need everybody to take care uh, take care of himself, take care for him, but he don't think about what his people feel, how, how they feel, what they need. And I will come with um, about seven leadership. A leader is someone who serves others, not 
want others to save him mm. or to save himself. That characteristic for a great leader, in my view. They have to have a spirit of service. Yeah, sure. Now, Dr. Albert, when I was there in uh, Burundi, uh, I saw you doing a lot of things with the youth, working with the youth, training with the youth. But the other thing is when I was up speaking, um, I noticed that there's different languages that the youth learn, but everybody didn't speak English. So what are the primary languages there in Burundi? Uh, our mother language is Kirundi. Kirundi, yeah. Yes, Kirundi. And then some of the people speak French? Yes, sure. And official language here is French. French. Is what we use at school. So Kirundi, and everywhere. French, mm -hmm. and English. And you speak all three? Yes, in English, and also there is Swahili. Swahili is a, is a East African community language. It's a regional language. Do you speak Swahili too? Yes. So you speak all four? Uh, Kirundi, French, Swahili, and English, yes. How is that, how is the ability to be able to speak all of those languages, how has that helped you in your position? It's helped because we see people from different side, different angle of this, uh, this planet. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy to communicate. You know, communication is the key for everything. Mm. Yes. Where did you get your drive from? So, you know, to be able to, hey, I wanna, uh, you know, you got your original degree. Um, you're working for the president, you're learning these different languages, you know you want to help youth, you started your own organization. Where did you get that drive from? That is, um, first of all, a vision I got from God. Hmm. Is a vision granted in me by God when I was high school. Hmm. I saw how our country passed through uh, a very complicated period, lack of leadership, a lack of job, and I start to young people because I realized that some what you do today determine what you become tomorrow. That another mistake people make, they do things they don't know that you know your everyday life is like a seed. Mm. Where everything you do today is like a seed you put in a in a soil. And tomorrow, after tomorrow, after a while, you will harvest. Mm. So I come, if we need a good country in the future, I have to put an effort to young people. If I mantle and equip young people, I'm sure that we have good leaders, good parents, mm. good educators, and good country. Mm. So that's how I start to, to mantle young people about leadership. And uh, the vision is laid on four pillars. The first pillar is a spiritual pillar. So we teach young people that according to Jeremiah chapter one, verse four to five, say before I create your mom, I knew you before you came out. I set you apart to say to, to be a prophet for the nation. So we teach young people that before God created you, He know He knew you. Yes. And if He knew you, it's mean he had a great plan on your life. And we teach young people not to be religious, but to build, to build a personal and a strong relationship with God. When you build a strong and a personal leadership, a personal relation with God, you will know the plan of God upon your life. Mm -hmm. um, when I give an example, you know, sometimes we lie ourselves that we are serving God, but we are, we are not serving God. We don't know what we are doing. Go in um, Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah. From chapter one to five, he was prophesied, but put the finger to others. Repent, what? Repent, repent. But on chapter six, he saw God mm. sit on his throne. You know what he said? No. Woe is me. Yeah. Because I, I see God and I'm a sinner. Yeah. So if he said, I see God, I'm a sinner. Why from chapter one to chapter chapter six? 
chapter 5, he was putting finger to others. And imagine what, and God clean his mouth, clean his tongues, and he said, who is a who is available? I can settle. I said, here I am, America, send to me, send me. So my question is, from chapter six is where God sent him to save him. But from chapter one to chapter five. Yeah. It was, who was telling him? Who was sending him? So we teach young people to build a personal and strong relationship with God you can know. And if you do so, God will show you your, his plan on your life and what you need. And he will show you, you need someone else. You need your neighbor to yeah. achieve your goal. And you need you, your neighbor. God is in him. So you will have what God, what the world needs today about human rights, about everything, because you can't kill someone who look like God. You mm -hmm. can't love God you don't see and hate your neighbor you see because it's God's image. So second pillar we teach young people is about entrepreneurship. So we tell young people, if you go to school, you think government will provide a job or a company somewhere, you are lost. You go to school to learn how you can take care for yourself, how you can to get a knowledge to help you to prepare your future. So mm -hmm. in, in that pillar, we introduce, we introduce about entrepreneurship, whatever. Those, the, we teach young people how to set up their own business plan. Yeah. So the third pillar is uh, leadership. Mm -hmm. We tell young people, if you need to be a leader, you start to prepare yourself today. But if you need to be a leader, in your vocabulary have to be two S, service and the sacrifice. Mm. You go to serve and to sacrifice, to give the best of you for others. So when you seek the interest for many people, your interest is in. I tell young people, if really you, you, you think you need to become rich quick, go to second pillar, entrepreneurship. Because if I need to set up a company, yes, I think about people, but I help, I help myself through people. It means if I set up a company, I can start a company if I don't see that I will make a profit. Right, right. Yes, the last pillar is culture, art, and sports. Yeah. Yeah, we, need, we tell young people because the lack of the world today, the problem, what creates problem in the world today is lack of identity. People, they don't trust in themselves. People, they don't believe in them, who they are. African young people, they need to be American. They need to be Europeans. You know, I tell young people, it's not a mistake. God created you black. God created you African. Why God didn't, didn't you create American or European? So you have to know why God created you like that and to be proud of it. Right. And, and the, the, the problem today, people, they need to be someone else. For example, today, if I'm to be an European or white person, I will never be. And because I'm seeking to be someone else, I'm, I'm no longer me. Mm. It's mean I'm between, uh, I am between me and someone else. Mm. It's one word, I am nothing. I am useful. Yeah. I'm unuseful. So I'm nothing. Yeah, that's powerful. That's, powerful, Dr. Yes, powerful. that's the four, the four pillars we use to train our young people to be uh, good leaders for today and tomorrow. And I know when I was there, I got a chance to talk with some of those young people. I got a chance to speak to them. And I saw the businesses they were creating, internet businesses. Some of them had some, some particular sauces and things that they were uh, creating to distribute uh, some very creative ideas and plans. Now, I, I, a couple of things I want to ask you about. Uh, first of all, Dr. Nana Pfeiffer, Daryl Holmes, she wanted me to tell you hello. She she came over with Dr. Christine to the first city's event. Uh, she just posted in there and uh, said hello. I wanted to relay that message to you. Uh, but mm -hmm. one of the things that was uni unique about Rundi is that the president and his secret service 
would often lead praise and worship service. Tell us about that. Sorry? Something that we, we, we don't see here. The president and all the secret praise and worship service. Tell us why that was important. Yes. Every Sunday from 6 to 10 p.m. at the palace, they would worship and praise. And presence in the uh, state house, there is four choir. The first choir is, is called Keep Prayer. Keep Praying. It's, in our language, it's called Mizabusenga. Keep Praying is a team. It, there was uh, a fighter with the president, but in 2001, they did a covenant. Say, God, if you allowed us to see again our families, we are going to save you full time, 24 hours. So that choir, they are there. It's like um, the choir of David, Azaf. They do 24 hours pray and worship. So every Sunday, they lead worship and praise, and the president is among of that choir. Wow. He's a worshiper too. Yeah. And Monday is a fasting day for the president himself. And uh, he leaves office at 11, 11 a.m. He got to pray himself. And Thursday is everybody fasting and prayer. Today, every Thursday, whole country, they are fasting and prayer. Wow. He starts with the president with his team, but slowly, slowly, he brings others. Now, everybody fasting and prayer Thursday. Even during the campaign, Thursday there was no campaign was stop campaigning and praise and worship. So, uh, and twice a year, twice a year, uh, President organized crusade, opening Thanksgiving for whole week. In August, you know, in our history, our country, since independence, the prince who fight for independence, after the victory, he was killed after three months. He was prima minister. He was killed after three months. Mm. The one who replaced him, he was killed after three months too. The first president um, democratically elected in 1993, he was killed also after three months. So when the president came, people tell him, even you, in three months, you will be killed. So president himself, no one knew, he make a covenant. He tell God, God, if you allowed me to be on power at least one year, on the anniversary day, I will organize opening Thanksgiving on a stadium. That was his secret, no one knew. Mm. But four days before anniversary, he called me. Albert, can you please organize three days opening Thanksgiving on the stadium? And I tell him, no, 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 it's not possible. You can organize three days on the stadium in, a th in uh, Thanksgiving opening crusade in a stadium in three days. It's required month and month. And they told me, I know you know how to do it. So I went. I took my wife because we was just few months. It was a few months we get uh, married and organized young people. We went up country. We set up that crusade. Wow. And after finishing the three days, he told me, go and again organize other three days in another province. Wow. We did. So, and uh, 26 August 2006 was the day of anniversary. He stands and he gave us a testimony. No one knew. He said, I never neglected. There was a spirit of killing leaders was in the air of Burundi. And then when they assassinate, when they kill a leader, so people, there was killings. You know, we had in our country cycle of killings. Yes. After 10 years, after 10 years, after 10 years. So, and he said, from now, that spirit, it's over now. It's over now. The, everyone will start a war. The war is starting in his house and finishing his house. Mm. 
people they take it like a joke, but me, I realized what he was talking about. Mm. So, and from now, from that time, every anniversary we organize whole week Thanksgiving. Crusade, there was workshop morning, all leaders, they are sit, they are teached about God leadership. They are, they are there to be teach how to serve people, not to serve themselves. And afternoon is revival preaching, revival meeting. And in December, December, the last week of December, we say, God, we thank you. You lead us from January to December. And as Moses said, God, we can't go far without you. We need, we, it's like, um, it's like Passover. We need to pass from this year to a new year. We can't pass over this year without you. We need you. Thank you because you, got, you, you guide us, you protect us, but we need to enter in a new year with you. So that the purpose of, of Thanksgiving in December and all leaders gathering together. So this is 15 years. We organize that one. I am the one organize that one twice a year. Mm-hmm. Now we speak in August, we'll be the last one. It will be 30, 30 crusade. I organize. Wow. So what is going, what's happening here, it's amazing. And the people they don't know, but they will know it. Yeah. Now let me just let me just sum this up. So you said the first leader was killed in three months. The second leader was killed in three months. The third leader mm-hmm. was killed in three months. And then yes. and then President Pumbiza took over, and 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 he he lasted fifteen years. This is a historical in our country to see elected president can spend fifteen years is historical. It's historical, yeah. Well, yeah, they yeah, were sure. within three months, and so so I I would like to think, and I like your opinion on it, that establishing. God in the in the fabric of the country, in the fabric mm-hmm. of leadership, the praise and worship on a regular basis. Don't you think that had something to do with his viability and longevity? Of course, sure. Yeah, sure. Because we we didn't trust for ourselves or for our time, our our strength. We lay our confidence and our um, our confidence to God. That and God promised to keep us. That's why we start and we end. Secondly, this is a first time, not only in Burundi, but in Africa, when they can pass in the button easily, willingly. President still a very young, a young people, a young man. People still need you saw him, you met him. Yeah. And people still love you. But he decided, and what is amazing, the new constitution gave him a right to run again. But he said, no, 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 no. I am done. I have to pass on new generation. Mm. So this is, it will be a first time in our country. A president can campaign for coming one, can be there. It's amazing what's happened today, even this passing election. It's amazing. People don't believe. Right, right. So for those of you who don't know, yeah. A lot of times in, in Africa, there's a, a difficulty transitioning power. A lot of times there's riots, not just in Burundi, but mm-hmm. in Africa, there's mm-hmm. difficult to peacefully transition power. And what he's saying is the president peacefully transitioned power. He said, look, even though I can run again, I don't want to. Let's pass it to the president mm-hmm. to have their leader sure. and sure. I can campaign for someone else. And I really think that yes. the spirit of service and that really constitute constitutes the spirit of God. I want to I want to ask you a couple of things, Dr. Albert. I'm gonna put this photo up and you tell me what's happening in this picture here, okay? Hold on. This picture mm-hmm. right here, what's what's going on here? Uh, there was organizing. Um, this is uh, um, uh, a quarter where there was a uh, uh, demonstration in 2015. You know, when people was against president, you know, yeah. many organizations manipulate young people. So when they are to social and social cohesion, and we pass through sports, we, we pass through games, and after games, we give uh, a message of peace, a message of unity. 
and we put young people together. And after game, we put them together. You, we help them to start a business, so they don't, they no longer consider uh, their neighbors like enemies, but they, they are partner in business. So we use games and um, business mindset. So you use games to bring them together, then yeah. help them establish a business so that they would have revenue. And now they look at yes. their kids as a partner as opposed to an enemy. Yes, you know, in uh, in French we say there is no there's no peace without bread. Right. Yeah. There's no peace without bread. You know, you can talk about peace, but when people they are they are hungry, yeah. everyone can use them. But when we put them together and they set up business, they are partners. Yeah. There is complicity between them, so they have something that so they that one keep. And it helped us to fulfill this, the real social cohesion and, and uh, community, community security. I love it. Dr. Albert, tell me what's going on in this picture here. Uh, this one was um, 2015. 2015, uh, I get an idea. So now every year, 2016, every year, the end of year, I ask God what the world will lead me the next coming year. So that was, I was in prayer, uh, December the 30th, uh, December 2015. Mm -hmm. So, and I got that word say the true religion is that who take care for widows and, and the orphanage. And so I tell my wife, uh, my son turned four, year, four years, nine of January. Mm -hmm. So we took that small bag that we use for, anniversary for our mm -hmm. son, our last son, Joseph. Right. And we organize, I train street young people and we gather 200 women, street women, mm -hmm. 100 children, uh, street children, yes. and 50, uh, 50 young people, street young people. Yes. And we feed them, we sit, we talk, you know, there I sit to eat with them, to tell them it's, it's not finished. It's me, there is a hope yeah. in your life. There is a hope for your future. If I can sit down where you, you are, it means you can come up where I am. So to sit down, to eat with them with our hands is a message of hope for their future. So, and um, we, we organize women and children in a small groups and we help them to create small businesses and we moved them from street, they went back in their families. I love it. Uh, you know, that's one of the things I admire the most about you, Dr. Uh, Albert. Uh, you know, everyone heard me say he's been in the office of the president ever since college. Now a senior president, but there you see him sitting down with the people, just average everyday people. And I, I think that's one of the true, um, one of the truth characters of a leader is they could speak to anyone on any level. They could talk with the leaders. Of yes, the I see Anana. Anana saying no peace without bread. Yeah, exactly. Hi, Anana. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And then they could yes. also come to the everyday person, sit, around, sit down and connect and, and allow mm -hmm. them to see a new possibility for their lives. So I admire that about you, Dr. Albert. Yeah. Dr. Albert, in, in this picture, tell me what this is. This is, um, I built a school in my village. You know, um, when I, I learned about our, our, our history in our family, I found on our village, I'm the second one who went to university. Mm -hmm. I'm the first one who uh, got a degree as I, I have. I'm the first one get on the top. So it's me. I had to do something. I'm the door for the blessing of the cost for the village. Mm -hmm. So I start slowly uh, pay school fees for some young people. But I found that school fees not enough. Right. And I come with an idea to build a school. When I come with that idea, people laugh at me. Yeah. You are not able to build your house. How come you can build a school? And, you know, um, I say in two years, I'm going to build a school. And people laugh at me. So uh, one day there is one organization I helped them from 2005 
2013. And um, one day there was in the, in the um, General Assembly, mm -hmm. they said there is one person, he helped us a lot, but we, we did nothing for him. And one guy said, it's very easy to do something for that guy. Mm -hmm. He testified that he was coming with $2,000 in his pocket to give to me, mm -hmm. but he didn't find a way to give. He said, I was going to pick them at the airport. I said, can I put fuel? I said, no, 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 my vehicle is full. And then he said, when I take them to the restaurant, can I contribute? I said, no, 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 no. So he went, every time he went back with that $2,000. $2, yeah. So he said, and um, you know, that's what I tell young people. Be yourself, trust in yourself, and stay with you. Be, with, be you. Right. Your blessing, no one can stop your blessing. Your blessing, don't be in a hurry. Your blessing will come and we come fully. So, and then they decide and he, they ask what they can do for me. And one, one guy come with idea. I know what I can do. Let's tell him to find a place in Mujumbura, the capital, to be the private school. And that school can be can guarantee the financial support for the family. He called me and said, I have a good news. I said, which good news? Found a good place. We build the school in the capital, and that school will give you money for the family. I said, I have already the place because my mind went to my village, not not to, to the capital. Yes, yes. And my mind went to, to the village. So and he came. I took him up country. And when I showed the place, I said, are you mad? Who will come to pay school fees here? I said, no, 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 no. You know, my future, my retirement, I don't need my bank account full of money. I need to create thousand, thousand Albert in this area. That will be my job. And he asked me, what about your family? What about your children? I tell him, when I think about my village, my children, my, my children um, are among them. I, you know, that is another mistake people think, people do. They try to secure their future buildings. Uh, but, you know, you can be rich alone. But when around you, people, they are poor. They are going to destroy it. Yeah, but exactly. if my legacy for my children it's not houses or a lot of money. It's to leave them with a good name. Mm. You know, a good name is a key. Mm. People, they don't, they don't care. They need to have to be rich, to be respected, some rich, to be rich people. It's good to be rich. I like to be rich. I like, no one don't, no one, everyone likes to be rich, to be right. to be wealth is good, but in a good right. way, in good way. But before every, everything, a good reputation. Even King Solomon said, a good name is variable more than yes. a house full yeah. of good. So a good name is a key. So the, legacy, the first legacy you have to give to your children is a reputation. Mm -hmm. So that's how, and they build the school in six months. So that's the school. Yes. And you, yes. let me just clarify this for the listeners. You decided before I build my home, I want to build a school. Sure. <laughs> That's sure. Good. Because a home, a home, a home is four walls to sleep in, but a school is building generation to generations. Mm. A, ho a house for you and for your children, you can build any time. But a school, you are building generation to be sure that you have a good country, you have good leaders. So you will be a peaceful country. You can build your own house after. That's fantastic, Dr. Albert. I mean, that wisdom uh, is really uh, up there. I mean, a lot of people don't think like that. Uh, a lot of people have been fooled on me first. And for those of you who are listening, you can see why I wanted to go to Burundi. I wanted to meet Dr. Albert firsthand. And you can see why he received the I Change Nations Susan Maxine Gibson Messenger of Hope Award, because he's the type of individual that brings hope to people throughout generations. I mean, anyone who has sacrificed having their own home 
for the sake of I'm going to do something for legacy for the other people in the community. One thing he said, and I want to make you catch that, he said, you don't want to be rich around people that are poor because sooner or later they're going to come after you, right? If you have everything and they have nothing, sooner or later they're going to come after you. And I just think that is wisdom at the highest level. Dr. Mm. Alvin, tell, tell me this. Let me show you another picture. Tell me what's going on in this picture. Mm -hmm. There was a game where a quarter where I grew up was using concert to bring together young people. There was singing and uh, singing and dancing. And after that, you know, music, it attracting young people. So you can deliver the, deliver the message you want after putting them together, put music, bring a good, a good singer, a good dancers. And then you put them together and you deliver the message you want. I love it. So so literally what you do is you get them there first. You put something there that attracts them there. And then once sure. you attract them there and give them something that they want, then you talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about. Sure, sure. What what a tremendous strategy. I, I love it. Mm -hmm. Robert, we have a we have a few minutes left. And I, and I want to just open up some opportunity for you to, to share with our, our listeners. Uh, there's people that are listening mm -hmm. right now who feel like, uh, you know, they, they know they have a calling. They've been working hard to get to their calling. But for whatever reason, it's not working right now. What suggestion mm -hmm. or what advice would you give to them? Sure. The advice I give is what I start with. Be yourself. You know, be yourself. You know, I remember when I start, um, I start to, you know, this vision comes slowly. It's not coming one second. Mm -hmm. One day, I was coming from, I was alone in, my house, in the house. My father was at work. My sibling's mother was up country. And I was alone meditating for my day. And there I got one word about equipping young people. And God put in my heart something very important about preparing. And God spoke to me something I didn't understand at that time because I was very young, young in knowledge, young in everything. I was high school student. Yes. He told me about the spiritual revival, revival. We bring political revival. And political revival, we bring economic revival. That time I didn't understand the meaning. And, you know, and that's what we experience today. So people, when they, they come to know God, they build a personal and a strong relationship with God. They, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on, hold on just a second, just a second. Just a second. No worries, just that a second. Just a second. Don't no worry, go ahead. Yeah. Done. No worries. So, yes, when people they build a personal and a strong relationship with God, there is something they don't know. They don't do. They they respect others' human right. Mm -hmm. They can destroy the house. They can take the wife for someone else. Mm -hmm. It's mean integrity and discipline is coming because God teach you what you have to do to reach, to know his plan and to reach his plan. And you, you have leaders with integrity. When you have leaders for integrity, they don't steal. Right. So, and when you have leaders with integrity, the economy of the country improve. Mm. And is just last, last year, when there was, there was campaign for new constitution, because now, in our constitution, we, good, we put God first. God first. You know, the new president in August, he will swear in front of, on a stadium, in, the front, in the front of God and people. Mm -hmm. Wow. Before, president was swearing in the front of parliament, but no. It will say, before all might God and for people 
who elect me. That's amazing. You know, people know the fear of God starts in this country. And that fear of God bring good leaders, leaders with integrity, seven leaders. And that seven leaders, it help because people, they, they don't steal, they don't bribe, they don't take bribe. It means the economy of the country is improving. So, mm -hmm. and God wisdom how to manage the country. And that level will bring speech, um, economic revival. Mm. So, what I tell people is just uh, what you understand, what you know, do it. Don't be in a hurry. You're understanding. And many people advise me when they saw me, I was interning high school universities and people, many men of God advised me to set up a big ministry to seek financial support. I said, no, 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 no. God never tell me to do so. Right. Follow the voice in your heart, not to pick any advice, not to follow when you see someone prosper in his ministry, you need to imitate. You need to do as he's doing. You are unique. As I said before, you are unique. Just for your way, and be faithful on the level you are, you are where, what you understand, do it. Be faithful in little things you understand, in little things you are doing. When you are doing well on the level you are, that's the Bible. If you are faithful in a few things, God will put in your hand many things. Mm. That's why that that's another problem when people they don't succeed in their ministry or in their calling because they need to be in hurry. Mm. And there is no any reason, there is no any reason can God can God can allow you to go on another level. Because it. you are not you are not worthy on the level you are. If you are worthy on that level, if you do well where you are, and God will see, will see that you are ready. And it will take you to another level until on the top. Yes, I love it. Hey, listen, Dr. Albert, we're gonna we're gonna close here in just a minute. I'm gonna give you your final thoughts. But to those of you who are out there listening, I, I definitely need you to share this video, and here's why. He brought up some amazing points. One of the things he said is the leadership of the country starts with prayer first. The leadership of the country decides to fast on a regular basis to make themselves available to God's wisdom and guidance. There are some people who need to understand that if a leader of a country is doing that, we should probably be doing that for what we're trying to do for our homes. We should be leading our homes in prayer, our businesses in prayer. I believe what he's saying can help change someone's life. And if you do, do me a favor and share this video. Dr. Albert, we're, we're coming to a close. I appreciate everybody coming in. I want to give you your final thoughts. What are your final thoughts for the, for the people listening today on personal leadership? Yes, my final th thought is, you know, what we are doing, there is no any school we learn about. Right. We just found ourselves in what we are doing today. So this is, I mentioned my book I'm writing from school to state house. I show the next generation, you know, we learn things no any university can teach. The school, we call it the school of life. Mm -hmm. We learn by doing, we learn by experience. And I conclude with the word I start, be yourself. Be yourself. Trust in God and be you. Be you. And I tell people, my secret, I trust in God and I'm Albert. Full stop. People <laughs> trust in God, believe in God and be you. That's I, my word. I love it. Hey, it's Dr. Ruben. You just heard from Ambassador Dr. Albert Nesteguri from the Republic of Burundi, right-hand man to the president, senior advisor. He's brought us some amazing wisdom. He's definitely a voice of change. So do me a favor and share this video. And then I want you to be on the lookout because my guest next week is none other than African Woman of the Year for 2019, uh, one of the top mm -hmm. Muslims in Kenya. And that's none other than Dr. Sophia Lul Abdullahi and her, her topic, What's Your End? You don't want to miss this show next week. Be watching my page. 
Hey, Dr. Albert, thank you. You're a tremendous guest. And to everyone, have a blessed day. Thank you.